The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be so Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Just apologize, heard some horrible language that... doesn't belong anywhere on our broadcasts uh, as far as I'm concerned. It belongs on ours. It belongs on ours. Thumbs, Thumbs up, up for me. Still, the woke world <laughs> so afraid of anything that mm. they apologize for stuff that didn't happen. That still makes me laugh. Hilarious. And what those woke weirdos don't understand is their biggest nightmare is Donald Trump and the people who like him. And every time they pull crap like this thumbs up emoji thing, they give him power. Because that's a whole group of people out there saying, this world doesn't make sense. You're wrecking it with pussy behavior, and this dude seems to want to stomp that smoke out. And I don't agree with any of his policies, but I kind of want somebody out there screaming, this is ridiculous, out loud. You know, that's a fact. And it's, you know, you can agree with Trump all day long. His appeal is more to the idea that he's going to yell back at them because it feels like we can't. You'll lose your job if you start fighting back. You have to be self-employed, not worry about, you know, uh, your boss finding out about you screaming online, going, I'm not going to deal with this thumbs up. You're all pussies. And... It's crazy. This guy says, I live with three uber-woke daughters and my pacifist wife. Uh, she does, like you say, think they're all little geniuses and cherubs. <laughs> I'm a MAGA Republican man, and I love them all. But there isn't a one day that goes by that I don't want to throw every one of them through an effing wall. I'm painting a thumbs up emoji on each of their bedroom walls so they can wake up every morning and realize it's not a bad thing. It's true. And I don't know if the thumbs up emoji will have legs or what. But And I'm like Rhiannon is emailing me. Go, Bill Burr is from Boston. He married a black woman. All right. It was overstated for the statement of being overstated that everyone in Boston is a race. Let's get past that. Yeah. I don't have to explain that, do I? Of course, you don't need to send me evidence that there are non-racists. Of course there are. That was the exaggeration and the absurdity of the comment. I still don't believe I'm, I still don't believe I'm wrong. But if you have to dig down and find – you're proving my point when you find the one person from Boston that married a black lady – and go, well, see, you're not right. It isn't everyone. Okay, Rhiannon, one person in the history of Boston wasn't racist. <laughs> there. Is that better? There are others. No, there's not. There's Bill Burr. And now you have to do some research. That's proof I'm right. I found one. Means I'm right. 
Now, the thing I want to focus on is pretty awesome. Uh, this new uh, voter intimidation thing that they got going on. You see those two people standing out there. The, the ballot box over in Mesa, where I guess you can just willy-nilly vote every day now. Uh, they've got two people that were sitting by it, armed. They're like 25, 30 feet away, keeping an eye on them ballots. Nobody's stealing them. Nobody ain't going to steal my election a second time, which just, to me, announced we've officially lost our minds and that there'll never be another normal election again. No. And it's always going to be stolen for the team who lost. It's always going to be fraudulent for the ones who lost. And it's something we have to get over. I've solved it. Uh, You and I were talking yesterday, Brett. I've solved the voting issue. Why these politicians can't think like me, a D student who's too stupid to run anything – but seems smarter than all the rest of these morons. I agree that there's too many ways to vote. I think that the mail-in ballot is, la- is simply based in laziness. People are like, well, it's convenient. Of course it is because you don't want anything to be difficult in your life ever. I have to mail it in. You have time to vote. It doesn't take long at all. The lines are seven hours. No, they're not. They are in D.C. and Philadelphia, and the news will tell you there's a couple places they are. They can straighten it out. How about this? We'll, we'll appease everybody with my new plan. You could kill the mail-in thing, kill the drop-off, kill all this, you know, I can do it whenever I want, mail it, it'll show up, the whole family's involved, I can fill out my entire family's ballots. That's why I don't like that. It should be an individual, one person handing it to another, and that's it. The more hands it gets into, the more we're going to have these lunatics trying to, you know, sit there with guns to protect the ballot box. Uh, There's four election days leading up to the election day. So... Four voting days? Every Tuesday for four weeks leading up to the final election day is an open day for voting. That's it. You still have to go do it, but no one will have the excuse that they don't have to. Oh, and it's open 24 hours from 12.01 a.m. to 11.59. Every Tuesday leading up. So then nobody can say, well, they're only open for a certain amount of time. This is a, just keep it open the entire time. Four Tuesdays in a row. Everyone has a chance at what you can plan it out. I can't do it this Tuesday. I got to do it next Tuesday. Your work still let you off for a little while. Uh, that's it. And then all this garbage talk of like, I could never get there. It's at a bad time. You, can, you need to open it up to more days. Nope. Nope. No online. None of that nonsense that, because I think the Democrats. You put that program together. It would work. I'm in. Yeah. But for right now. Love the early ballot. I know you love the early ballot because <laughs> everybody's lazy. I love the early ballot too, but it's yeah. based in laziness. Period. Yeah. You have more time than anybody to go vote. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's nothing about you that needs the early ballot. You're doing it out of pure laziness. And yep. that's fine because they've given you that option. I would too. Actually, I don't because I don't like this. I, I feel like once the mailman gets it, he's got to give it to somebody else, got to give it to somebody else, got to give it. And then, and then and what you're saying about personal choice on right. the mail. Lost it. Is Lost it certified it. mail? Right. Then you've opened the door for both sides. And I think both sides are in on this to make yeah. us feel like idiots to say everything's corrupt. And, and then, then it's easier to say when it is corrupt. Now you can – now that everybody believes it's corrupt, you can invite corruption and say, I'll scream that it's corrupt, but you guys do the Watergate thing behind my back because we'll know it's corrupt. Every, we've, we've told everybody it's, it's all garbage. The reason why it's tougher to say, oh, lost or never made is you don't know – the person right. where they stand when you get that envelope sealed. They don't know. You don't know if it's you do by you do by neighborhood. So if you've got them, and this is they, this and is they would have to crazy, really study it. Crazy conspiratorial nonsense. Yeah, but if I'm a mailman and I'm hellfire, you know, died in the wool Democrat. Let's say 
and I'm going through a neighborhood, and I've happened to notice through the year because I'm going to notice some things. This person's got a. I'm uh, taking a guess on this yeah, neighborhood. A, a MAGA be, sticker yeah. on his car. I've seen this lady. Uh, yep. She's thrown up the red flag here and there. It says "Make America Great Again." Uh, this person's uh, told me about Trump and everything else. I got access to their mail-in ballot. Oh, well. Now you can lose your job for it, but that's what corruption is. Corruption is doing something corrupt that you can lose your job for. So some people aren't afraid of it. I think that's a wild conspiracy theory, yeah. but it's not out of the realm of possibility. And when that door's open, people can say, well, this is a possibility, therefore it can happen. That's all you need in court is reasonable doubt to say, well, this probably is a thing then. That you probably can't say anything more than, yes, that's possible, so this must be dismissed. And Carrie Lake screaming about it, and, all, and, and if she wins, the other side's going to scream about it. And if they win, Carrie Lake's side's going to scream. We can't win. We, the people, cannot win when both sides say the other one's stealing if we lose. So we have to come up with a plan on our own. They're not going to do it where we say, how about four voting days every Tuesday leading up? Now, I'm sure there's problems with that. Somebody will say, well, you can't do this, can't do that. But if you just had four, four times a month, Tuesday, 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 Right up, and then on the last day, we tabulate all the votes, and we got somebody the next day. It's not bad. It works, and it seems to appease everybody, right? It's not. I agree that one election day is kind of tough. And you'll still have majority, you know, wait till the last minute, which is sure, fine. That's but up I bet to you. you can get a lot of people. But again, earlier. what is what is the encouragement to vote when every politician tells you your vote's stolen, it doesn't count? It, there's corruption. What makes you want to go do it? Because I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, why do I even bother? Driver's license not covering for ID. You need uh, – right. they're making you jump through all these hoops. Right. It potentially. It just makes you just say, forget it. Because if laziness made us all want to mail our ballots in, hoop jumping and corruption is going to make us go, I'm not even going to participate in this thing. You're discouraging votes. Now, if I was a – flip side, if I was a mailman and I was a, a, you know, a bright red Republican mailman and I'm running around and, you know – a South Phoenix, let's say. It's mostly Democrat. They know. You've seen the CNN map. Where they're like, this is predominantly a yeah. blue neighbor. And you're like, I, that's where I do my mail. I'm not bringing one of these ballots in. You have that opportunity. So I think mail-in is – I think they want open doors to argue corruption. I think everybody kind of deep down wants that because when they lose, they got an excuse of why they lost. And this can drag on. We're never going to have another normal election again. That's what Brett nope. and I were talking about yesterday. It's never going to be normal again because laziness on our part – has led to them saying, well, now we've got so many problems. It's always going to be a recount and Look, this and that. Kennedy stole an election. It's never been different, but now we're giving it like 17 legs. But two people were sitting there with guns watching people drop their ballots off. And it's voter intimidation. You're not supposed to do that. Uh, and again, now it's going to lead to somebody shooting someone else over the ballot. Box. So they're like, well, now we can't have this at all. Because that one one event, but stop it! Everybody, just stop it! The, your politicians aren't your friends. Stop being besties with them, and uh, have your own thoughts. Stop digging your heels into one side or the other. N- nobody's here for you. They're not at all here for you. Think what's best for my business and my personal gains going forward, and vote accordingly. But none of those politicians are in it for you. You just like them because they hate the other side like you do. That's really why we like politicians. Harry Curtin is. Harry Curtin is, has to be the most affable guy in the world because high school was so horrible for Harry Curtin. There's no way Harry Curtin made it through high school without being teased 
It had to be relentless how much Harry Curtin took verbal beatings. And that guy is somebody I'd vote for. It's Harry pretty Curtin. cool to see those signs up around the Biltmore. Oh, Harry Curtin is everywhere. He's in my neighborhood. Harry yeah. Curtin's up and down my street. What I'm is like, Harry Curtin running for? Do don't know, know, but when I see the name, <laughs> you're checking voting. Harry Curtin. Because I guarantee you Harry Curtin's going to get things done. Harry Curtin's had a lot of adversity in his life. Phoenix City Council. All right. Done. District 6. And that's really what matters. I've said that for years. Vote local. Like, keep it close. Like, know your area. The presidents and senators and stuff, they're not going to help you out. But that's, you know, it's fun. Because uh, Harry Curtin can actually get things done in your neighborhood. Pay attention to local politics and bleed it out to national politics. Those idiots don't. I don't get it. But, I, you know, when, when an idiot like Brett Vesley and an idiot like John Holmberg can sit in a room and say, what if we did this? And both of us are like, yeah, I really don't see that being flawed. That seems to like be the starting point of a conversation you could have with much smarter people. And why are we so convoluted in this? Why is this such a mess when it seems to be the keep it simple, stupid method would work the best? Because all we hear about is voting. All we hear about is you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Like, all right. Is this new now? I just read that they're they're going to do a live stream so you can watch them counting the uh, votes. Well, yeah, and that's is that new thing. this year? Film at all? I'm sure of it. I mean, I've and Jason Sweat says about your four voting Tuesdays. Do they tabulate the results every week or only at the end? I think you'd have to do it only at the end because then it would sway like like you'd you'd start seeing results. You know, and I don't think we could we could never but do they that. Hold so on to the results. You can't count it. it yeah. nothing's counted until the end. It just hangs on and then goes. Now, there's is there possible corruption with that too? Of course, there's corruption with possible with everything. But with all these open doors, I think it's more possible now than ever. We should be allowed to vote on our phones. Are you crazy? Oh no! Are you crazy? Yeah, well, I'm sure there's flaws in it, but it opens the door for a discussion of like, let's what's the simplest way to make everybody shut the f up. That's my new life goal. How do we how do we stop this? Shut the f up and have a solution. Male based things. This is again going back to too many moms in the world saying, "I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to hear my problems." No, we need to fix some stuff sometimes. I think no matter what the system, uh, you can there will always be skepticism. And I of mean, course, just like hand liars. In the past, you're trusting. Um, and you just did. You of know, the course. people that counted it, and here's the final results. And the reason you don't trust it is because you know deep down that the people you're dealing with are all cheats and liars. And so you kind of keep your fingers crossed that this is on the up and up. But the majority of the time, you know, something ain't right about this. The only reason you'd want this job is because you're a cheat and a liar. So I'm voting for the lesser of two evils almost every time. I think my idea is pretty good. And it shuts everybody up. Shut the F up. That's all. I'm like, if I was a politician, that would be my, my, uh, the things I'd stick on the road. So it's John Holmberg just wants everyone to shut the F up. Well, what's the solution? Why are you screaming? Like, Twitter makes it so you have a bullhorn to nowhere. You're shouting into a crevice that echoes and you love the sound of your own voice. What solves your problems? Well, I tell you what would solve my problems. Goddamn Democrats, if they do. No, no, no. That's causing more problems. Fox isn't solving your problems. CNN's not solving your problems. It's causing you problems. They're making you angry all the time. Look no further than my mother. Fox News, 12 hours a day. You can't have dinner with her. Just start yelling at the busboys who shouldn't be there. 
Well, I know how he got here. I'm like, no, you don't. Over a million and a half people a day are crossing our border. I'm like, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but why is it even coming up over our chicken dinner? He's probably a coyote. He's probably an MS-13. Mom, you didn't know what that was in your lily white neighborhood two years ago. <laughs> you just didn't know. You're being fed this information. It's making you crazy. You're worried about MS-13? They don't care about your old ass. <laughs> MS-13 is not coming from Marcy. I did. Is Marcy home? We're MS-13. We're here to slaughter you. <laughs> I knew it! Fox was right! But they're bringing that fentanyl in, John. Are you going to get affected by that? I agree it's a problem, but don't get angry about it. Let's have solutions. Shut the F up. But yeah, Paul Penzone had to go and go, don't bring guns to the thing. Don't sit by the thing with guns. Don't make... Paul Penzone was great yesterday because he's like, look, don't make the cops have to go deal with this crap. We could be arresting people for burglaries or like real crimes and things that you guys are always like, how come you cops don't do real crimes? Because we got to deal with your dumb asses sitting by ballot boxes with AR-15s because <laughs> you're too stupid. Tell you what, you pussify this word and stand next to that. And you're going to run into a guy who's going to show up with his gun now. And then there's going to be an altercation and people are going to get shot for being American. We all should be on the same page that all politics suck. Oh, yeah. And then we're all keeping our fingers crossed that we just have money at the end of the year. And we're voting according to that. Who's, who, who's going to steal less of my money? Who's going to give me the most? Who's going to give me the most or who's going to steal the least? That's it. That way we can focus on fun stories like what happened at that uh, nail salon over there in Mesa or Scottsdale. It was in Scottsdale. Uh, I always go on about the nail salons being, you know, legalized slavery for uh, white people who still deep down in their hearts want slaves. I think it's inherent in white people to want other cultures and races to do menial tasks for them. And I don't know if that's just whites, but it seems to be throughout history that it is because the Romans did it. Like they, they couldn't find another – like they, their own people wouldn't do it, so they went – like the Gauls came rolling in and we had all the other people coming. It happened with uh, – yeah. I mean pretty much any – Every race every human, has always every looked at the other poorer, different-looking one and said, you know what? I'd like you to do my cruddy work. And it's always the lesser race to them in their minds. The Bible even has mud race in it. It's like they, they always – it's a thing. So I think nail salons are basically, especially the ones with all the Asians, white women's way of going, you know, I'm never going to be allowed to have slaves again, but this feels like slavery and I like it. Because you get these people to rub your legs. and I don't understand a manicure where all of a sudden you're getting a massage. That's, that to me is where it all went downhill because like, I've seen that when I went in for the pedicure a couple of times to have a slave to see if I liked it, and I don't. Uh they rub your legs. And that's the fun part is that these little Asian ladies will start rubbing your – Go up the calf. They may lift your legs or your, your jeans up or whatever and start rubbing from the knee down. And you're like, well, there's no like real method to this. I've been with like real scientific kinesiology and none of them just like kind of jerk off my calf, which is essentially <laughs> all this. These, they just kind of go – they rub it up and down. There's no like – pressure point work or anything where they know where the muscle splits or how if you've had an injury my old uh, guy drew who used to do 
the physical therapy for me feeling goes, you've had a tear here. And I'm like, yeah, I tore it really bad. And I'll see how there's still a lot of scar tissue. And he would work that with his thumb and he'd get in there and pinch and do these things. He knew what he was doing. These Asian ladies that paint your toenails, they just jerk your calf off for a few minutes and white women sit back and go, oh, the massage part is the best part. Yeah, because you're making her actually more of a slave. Now she's just your tender touch too. Well, over there in Scottsdale, some of them are guys that do that. And this one was practicing without a license. If you can imagine. No. And no one noticed. Brady, no one noticed that he wasn't qualified because it's easy to get a license and everybody can do it. And they just hire their cousins and whatever who just floated over. So it's at, uh, what is it called? The Good Feet? Happy Feet. Happy Feet. Get it straight. So Happy Feet, this uh, Chad guy goes in there with his 16-year-old daughter to teach her like, hey, you can enslave these people for the rest of your lives. It's great. You're going to love it. And so the 16-year-old girl and her other sister are in there. And this guy, uh, uh, his name was... Uh, Jackie. I call me Jackie. <laughs> but his real name was Thon Tran. Oh, you called Jackie. Oh, Thon Tran called Jackie. And he starts talking to the 16-year-old girl about um, psychics and spirits that uh, he said were following him around and stuff. And the only way to ward them off, Brady, imagine... Uh, what do you think the only way to ward off uh, horrible... Uh, like uh, spirits that are chasing around us. Um, a good rub? No. Oh. No. A panties of a virgin. Oh. On his head. Even better. And he, then he told her, it's real hard to find a virgin these days. You know one? And the poor 16-year-old girl is just there to enslave this uh, guy from another land, this Asian. Like I, th- I was told that you were just supposed to not speak the language and rub my hands and arms and paint my nails and do a nice job. That's what this whole slavery thing, none of the slaves were allowed to talk to the people in the big house like this. What are you doing? So he starts talking to her about like a virgin panties on his head. And the girl just froze. And for no reason all during the pedicure, she started getting a leg massage. So she's getting, she goes and tells her dad, like, that wasn't what you said it was. That's not, that slave got real handsy. <laughs> so he went back in like a decent slave owner and started shouting at this guy about, like, and he had it on camera. About it's all, this is it. Like, you're going to hear from lawyers and this and that. Jackie Tran. I know your name's not really Jackie. <laughs> Nobody over there is named Jackie. So uh, he started to say that stuff, and then the dad went back and found out about it, filmed it, screaming at this dude, like shouting out top of his lungs. Uh, the daughter said she clammed up like she froze. She didn't know what to do, which most kids would do. Like, you got this foreigner sitting there looking in the eye saying, in my culture, virgin's panties on my head ward off evil spirits. He's on the brochure. I should have used that line back in the day. That's pretty bold. (laughs) To like, I know I don't know this person, but I think, I think I can fool her into thinking that if she gives me her panties and I put them on my head, I'll be safe from evil spirit. So he went in there, he recorded the interaction, started to scream uh, at him like, you know, this was it. Well, they found out the Happy Feet Salon found out that he's been practicing without a license. Jackie has. Uh, And imagine that. So their answer is, well, he doesn't work here anymore. So we had nothing to do with it. But how about you have to check to make sure everybody's, like, certified before Usually they go in Usually you do that, right? yeah. 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 It's like handing your driver's license. Right. Over. Make sure old Jackie Thon Tran isn't just saying he's a nail tech. Because I think I could go in there. I watched it three times. Pretty sure I could go in there and do the job. Pretty sure me watching it thrice qualified me to give it a shot once. Now, I may not be the best at trimming and painting quite yet, but give me five or six different patients and I'll get through that. You can make it's up for easy. that bad painting with a good calf rub. With a nice rub. 
And then, because uh, how many times have they left going, oh, that person that painted my nails was terrible at it. That would be me. I'm not Earl Scheib quite yet, but eventually I'd get the hang of it. It's not hard you can't work. do it. You're white. There's nobody <laughs> right. would buy no that. No one would want yeah. this bald white guy to go up and go, how you doing today? Everything good? Because they want to talk right. about things that... Y- Thinking that you don't speak the language. That's what the white women do when they're in there. Yeah. They want to be able to speak freely in front of the help about how crappy foreigners are without them understanding it. That's a whole nail salon. That's all of them. I've been to three different ones, and every time it's like these – and they, all the little ladies do, is whisper stuff back and forth in their language because they're talking about us too. That's why my wife calls them chop shops. Well, she can call them chop shops. She's just – Mad that they get such great business. So it really is the best. It's booming. There's 700 people They're not ar- each artisans one. like she is. Right. She's, of course, the highest end that there is because she's the white one. <laughs> so she automatically says anything that's Asian is garbage because that's the whole foundation of that industry is that the Asians are the trashy slaves. And if you want real good stuff, you got to come pay top dollar yep. from a white lady. And she's not wrong. She's an individual. She's running her own company by herself. It's high-end nail painting. Are those nail salons like the Chris Valenzuela's? They have like yep. six Jackies working in the back. And, <laughs> yeah, okay. all the paperwork has got to be. Heads, Jackies. Complete garbage Charlie. right there. Yeah. Well, they probably have a Charlie or two, <laughs> not realizing that that's eventually got to change. Because <laughs> Brett will laugh too hard. So. Oh, Hey, hi, Charlie. How are you? <laughs> I will go get a pedicure today if I can find oh, one. man. <laughs> Well, let's go. In. Well, I guarantee you, we go in today to a place. We go, hey, uh, I was here a couple months ago. Is Charlie working? Oh yeah, sure, Charlie work. <laughs> they, they'll lie to you and just say, okay, he think I named Charlie. And you, then a guy comes in and goes, hi, I'm Charlie, and you just laugh because he'll play any role you want him oh, to. Yeah. He's getting a sawbuck at the end. How they go? Oh, Dago, Dago, you, Charlie. <laughs> you know what I mean? How they go? Oh, Charlie, th- this is a fight. Up in chair, boss. Yeah, up in chair. <laughs> you like a massage? Oh, chair massage. But I sit and listen to the. It's it's ridiculous. But yeah, to say, I mean, that's a pretty brave move by Jackie Thwan Tran. Jackie Thwan Tran, this week's worst person in the world. <laughs> to sit and tell a sixteen-year-old girl. I mean, that's to get a virgin's panties, and then to tell her, I don't know, any. It's harder and harder to find virgin. He's basically trying to get her to say if she's done it or not. And all he is is painting some chick's nails. And that guy's got some guts. He's wearing them up front. The up front on this guy. <laughs> anyway, so if you want to go to those places and you want your daughter to be there, you should probably eyeball the whole situation because, you know, sometimes the slaves, I believe the phrase, gets uppity and they start walking around on the porch of the big house and you got to kick them off. And that's exactly what's happening here at the old Happy Feet. Not to say that all of them think that warding off evil spirits requires virgin panties, but... It goes back to quite a lot of religious stories of virgins were involved in a lot of things. So it's not also out of the realm of possibility that he actually believes this. I don't know what culture he's from, but we've tossed virgins in a lot of stuff with saving the day. Hoping good things happen. Right. <laughs> virgins have always been the catalyst to day saving when it comes to evil spirits or volcanoes or when God's mad. We have to sacrifice virgins and stuff. That's not – nobody sits and goes, that's ridiculous. First time I've ever heard of that. No. It's pretty much been in every story ever told from the beginning of time. It's like, what, we got a virgin nearby? I'm a virgin. Sorry about what's about to happen to you. <laughs> Odin will be happy. <laughs> yeah, Odin, Odin's going to love this. we got to toss you into some fire. Zeus Why? thanks you. We don't know. Where is this written? Show me one rock with that written on it. Uh, hang on a second. 
virgin in the thing has. It's got it makes Odin happy. I'm as sure as modern as uh, Warren Jeffs. Absolutely, my daughter oh. would be honored. So I'm not so I sure. I would be honored. Yeah, Jackie Flontran wasn't telling her the truth that he's actually worried. Well, he's you know it's from a different culture. We don't understand. He might have like evil spirits in his head chasing him about. It. Scientologists believe it. It's not too far fetched to think that this guy's like, oh, I got a lot on my mind. <laughs> What's going on, Jackie Thwan? I have evil spirits chase me about. I need panties of virgin. Like this is the premise to Asian sixteen candles. I need a girl panties to show up at dance, or else I get it. Your nail guy's three sheets to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I need food and sixteen girl panties? Oh, I've seen this movie. It's. Uh, <laughs> Your Asians on the lawn. 16 candles. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, maybe the guy was telling the truth and he's really worried about warding off evil spirits and we think he's crazy. But he needs a virgin panties. And who's to blame for that? Again, some wacky religion. <laughs> Teaching that virgin's panties ward off evil spirits. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> like the panties know. <laughs> The panties get on there in that fresh cotton and go, mm, pristine. <laughs> <laughs> the panties don't know anything. But I would like to, like if I was that girl's dad, I'd have been like, what did he say? He said, what? He needs a virgin's panties to put on his head to ward off evil spirits. I'm not going back and yelling at him. I'm going back with my daughter's panties. Wear them. <laughs> put them on your head. Okay. And if he does it, I'm like, this dude buys it. Like he actually thinks that he's doing it. Thank you so much, sir. I feel evil spirit leave already. Thank you for virgin panties. Aha, I fooled you. Those are my wife's panties, and she was a whore in college. <laughs> oh, no. Used up vagina panties. I thought it looked like someone sneezing this. <laughs> How come so many puppies smell my panty head? Something's wrong with a lady's vagina. That's why puppies go in and tear those uh, crotch out of all the ladies' underwear and leave the men's alone. That green I see? What look like so? Why someone blow nose in this? Ah, he caught me. It's not a virgin's panties at all. It's not just nail swans, though. I mean, Father Dale wanted virgin panties, oh, to, or yeah. pants, too. Yeah, <laughs> look. Virgins have played a role in a lot of crazy stuff with religion over the years. And we just, we act like it's normal. I'm not defending the guy. You shouldn't go talking to 16-year-old girls about their panties ever. Unless it's, uh, the only time you talk to a 16-year-old girl about her panties, if you, did you just your panties? <laughs> like, so the only time you should ever bring it up around a 16 year Like, if Kirby stinks, I could say that, hey, Curbs. You stink. Did you just your panties? That's the only time I can say panties and Kirby in the same sentence and, like, have a conversation with her. I just. Bonjour. Can I help you? Kirby, I'm pretty sure you might have your panties. No, no. It's just. I'm young and don't clean as well as I probably should. Yeah, can't help but think of Curb Your Enthusiasm anytime that girls in panties come up. Which, which Larry one? David. With Larry David. And he was talking about oh, that uh, girl. Oh, the rash. That, that was the rash. The rash. Yeah, that was yeah. different. Same thing. Yeah. Blown nose, yeah. rash, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> anyway, not to defend him, but in a way. But I'm defending him. In a way. <laughs> No one ever asked him. It was like, really? You really believe that? Oh, yeah, I got evil spirits all around me. I need virgin panties. You like, go up to him and he starts swatting. That's not an unusual thing in the world. I don't know where he's yeah. from. That's not really, like, it's the whole premise of Joe versus Volcano, I think. Spent 11 days in Thailand. They yeah, do we make, have some different beliefs. We make comedies about it. Like, we need a virgin. 
Why? We just do. Connie Swale, the virgin Connie Swale from the movie Dragnet, had <laughs> to happen. She had to be sacrificed in order for the. And we all were like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's a that's a reach. It's a yeah. terrible movie, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> like we, no, nobody said, wait a minute, hit pause. What's this about virgins? Like we all bought it. Like that's it's it's normal. That's a normal thing. How many movies have we seen throughout years? How many stories have been told where you need to sacrifice the virgin or get something of a virgin? It's a thing. Now, still, the dad should go back in there and beat the tar out of that guy for even talking to his daughter that way. But they fired him, and now he's running around. You'll never find him. Yeah, he's a mile down the road in the next job. I was shop. just going to yeah, say, you'll never straight. find him because put, put out that APB. We're looking yeah. for an Asian five foot eight with a haircut like Mo from the Three Stooges. Every one of them would be arrested. They, it's the exact same thing. None of us will find that guy. Call again. every chop shop today and ask for Jackie. <laughs> right. He is Charlie now. They've changed his name. Trust me. Uh, I, no, I, he's going it's an easy knows. switch. He's making donuts. We right got a now. picture of him. I'd never find this guy. Uh, look, that's a photo <laughs> oh of him. God, come on. Like, no, go find him. I'd arrest the first one I saw. You're that guy that talks about virgin paintings. Pardon me. My name's Scott. <laughs> Get in the car, Scott. I know what you're up to. I'd go probably arrest my friend Jim Wilson, who I've known for 20 years. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Wilson. <laughs> what are your religious beliefs? Yeah, Wilson would throw a virgin's panties on his head in a heartbeat. <laughs> Talk to Wilson on Saturday. I'm like, if I had virgin panties, it'd be like, let's wear them on our heads. It would be normal for us to try that. Does it work? Yeah. <laughs> it brings in more of them. As far as I know, we won't have evil spirits around us for a while. We won't have, we'll probably won't have anyone around us for a while with panties on our heads. It keeps from everyone away. But yeah, the dude needs to be, he needed a, a thorough dad beatdown, and he got one. But again, when you enslave people, some of them will rise up, and they need to be stomped back into the earth, and that's what's happening because there's nothing about those places that isn't slavery, ladies. They feel so nice rubbing your calf. Let me do it. Oh, it's, and if I did the exact same rub, it would. they wouldn't want it. Ew, successful white. That's not what I'm after here. I want a lesser than. I want somebody I look down on. I want a race that I consider beneath me. I want an immigrant to rub and touch my feet. That's why. Pampering. That's exactly. That's why. It's harder to go to Ronnie for those things. You get a few of the ladies who have tired of the whole set. But for the most part, they love that. That's why those things have 700 people in them, and Ronnie's got 10 or 11 clients. She's exclusive. But those places are mopping up. What color you want? No appointment needed. Yeah, I got that wall of paint. (laughs) What color you want? What color? They just shouted at you walking the door. Ah, what happened? What color? Pick a color. And you just grab the yellow or the whatever you want and just hang on to it until that guy comes done fixing the lights and paint your toes. Uh, we'll go today. We'll ask for Charlie. And I guarantee. <laughs> and you know what else I guarantee you, Brett? He'll, we'll, never, he'll make it. Bre- oh, he'll seconds. die laughing. Brett and I go in and I'm like, hey, he was here a couple months ago. I had a, a good one from Charlie. Is Charlie here? Okay, Charlie. And then the next one in line comes up. Hi, Charlie. And then walk you back to the thing. And then I'll be like, I also want to Charlie. And they're like, okay, hold on. Next Charlie. And then another <laughs> one comes up. They, they, whatever you say. I want a Vanessa. Okay, Vanessa, come on out. You're next. Hi, I'm Vanessa. You weren't Vanessa last time. How you know? Get in here. <laughs> and then they don't speak to you ever again. You, you, it's four moves. You run some hot water in a bucket with plastic in it. Stuff somebody's feet in it. They sit there for 10 minutes. You come back. You dry their feet very nicely. Dry their feet. Uh, you take a cheese grater to the heel for about seven or eight minutes. The sides. Chicks tend to they dig that. And then you rub some green solution on their feet, put it back in the water, drain the water, dry them again, trim the toenails, which is just 
You ever go to the ones with the fish in there? Disgusting. No. The that's that's, nasty. that's gross. <laughs> have you done that? Yeah. Oh. You have? Yeah. That's gross. I'd rather wear virgin's panties on my head. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Yeah, not. I would. Yeah. <laughs> like, even if she wore them all week long. 16 year girls aren't clean, so. Like, even with the butt stains and the bacon strips on the thong, I'd oh. <laughs> strap that right up on the old baldness and Christ. before I put my feet in a fish tank. It's a joke. Anywho, so. Jackie Quantran, wherever you've moved on to, uh, stop it. And Dad, you have every right to go knock that guy out. Oh yeah. Now you can't chase. You him will work at my house for a year. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you should, you should put him in your indentured slave servant. Your wife will be thrilled. We have our own little Asian helper. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. He's a less than, and we let him run around and clean up. He's just not allowed in our daughter's top drawer because he can't stop wearing that stuff. <laughs> not allowed upstairs. Don't go in her room anymore. Maddie, I want you to make sure that when Jackie Twan tries to get in your room, you lock the door. My panty drawer's empty. Jackie! I don't do it. I swear, Miss Johnson. She lose her panty. That's goo. Not all of them. Give them back, Jackie. We know. Your pockets are bulging with virgin panties. That's the world we live in. We've got to sit and worry about voter suppression. And then your next story is some guy trying to steal a 16-year-old panty while he does her nails. The human experiment is a failure. It's, it's time we all said it. This is not a success. It's a failure. 100% across the board. We can pretend we're nice to each other. We're not. We're a mess. Uh, Bert, what do you got on the big board of musical tree? All right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are going to be taking care of you guys, getting those bikes ready for the season. That's right, it is mountain bike season. Head on over there, get your bike serviced, pick up a new bike. You need any accessories? They're going to take they're going to take good care of you, as well as all the advice you need too. So, ActionRideShop.com and snow is about to hit too. So you're going to want to get in there, and start getting those uh, those ski and snowboard rentals reserved. But ActionRideShop.com or just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road and southern on the list of course uh under my thumb coming from uh the stones and social d's version uh crying like a bitch for all those thumb emoji people uh <laughs> static x drowning pool ozzy mudbane like nine inch nails i'm with stupid five finger death punch and, and then of course for jackie somebody somebody went in for everybody's kung fu fighting for jackie <laughs> at the bottom <laughs> it's not even close to the same culture i don't i don't think i don't know for sure i don't know where he's from one of them. <laughs> Kung Fu fighting is awesome. <laughs> Haven't heard that in ages. Let's do it. Shall we? Yeah. I think Kung Fu fighting is a pretty solid song. <laughs> I mean, he's just shaking his yeah, head while he's, he's walking. I gotta go Christ. download Kung Fu fighting. Carl Douglas. Explain Carl Douglas to the bosses and why we spent two ninety nine on that. I, I, we're in quite a dilemma also on the emails of people who are for and against the new version of Brady's daughter, Kirby. This Kirby the Giant. Brady brought up the other day that Kirby is too big for her bicycle and compared her to Andre the Giant, which no father should ever do on the radio. And we started laughing hysterically because that's what he did to create Billy D uh, or Kirby D. Williams accidentally by saying that she had a little mustache. And that was proof that she was going through puberty, which is in no scientific manual ever of all time. So Kirby D. was born. And now, you know, over the years, now Kirby the Giant made us all picture that on a bicycle that's too small so we must buy a bigger bike so kirby the giant is it and some people are struggling with kirby the giant some people love it <laughs> some people still love kirby d 
more, and I got an email that says, John, I just got to say, I don't know that I'm a big fan of Kirby's new voice. Uh, bring back Kirby D. Williams. Love the show. You guys are awesome. Mark. Uh, well, Mark, here's the thing I compare this to. It's um, every child on a television show grows up. And you liked when Arnold from Different Strokes was little, but when he got older, you're kind of like, I don't like what he's turned into. Kirby D. through the formative years, pretty fun, right? But now she's older. And it's the same thing as, you know, when Leave it to Beaver, when Beaver got too old or... They always, we might Brady have to bring in a, yeah, Peter the Brady, Brady bunch. Cracking, Peter, yeah, Peter Brady. When it's time to change. <laughs> and then we just didn't like him anymore and they turned into people. Maybe that's the dilemma you're having, Mark, with Kirby the Giant blossoming into womanhood. <laughs> Thank you for defending me, John. I appreciate that. Bonjour, everyone. Kirby the Giant. How are you? I would like to talk to my daddy. <laughs> I like Kirby the Giant. A lot. And I think it's just going to take some time to grow into it. The kids from Full House weren't cute anymore when they got older. You may just be going through Kirby's awkward teen years, and then you're struggling with that because it's really what you're dealing with is your own mortality. You realize you're aging, too. Where was cute young Kirby D? Now she's turned into this other character that I'm not sure I understand. But that's just you pointing a finger into the mirror going, mortality, it's, it's getting me. You can't stop this. This can't stop growing. Relentless bitch called time. <laughs> Bonjour, I would like to help you with your problems with uh, the new character. If you wouldn't mind, uh, Kirby D would like to have a symposium online. We'll have to vote. We'll on election day. We'll vote. Which, Which one's Kirby stays? to keep? Okay. Already, or Kirby's design. I like both. Can we have a debate with them too? Yes, or is that, yes, I mean, yes. or is one going to Katie Hobbs? <laughs> yes, we'll have we'll have a debate. <laughs> oh man, that, that's going to be a tough one. We'll have a debate between Kirby D and Kirby the Giant. You guys have to come up with the questions, though. Can't do everything. All right, easy. You got a few already. All right, we'll have a debate with Kirby D and Kirby the Giant. Easy. And the winner will go on as the constant Kirby. <laughs> Constant. I don't like Kirby. how enthusiastic you are about this. This is still your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be great. Hey, keep in mind, he's the one who said all the terrible things That's that true. have created these characters. That's true. He's just saying it to the wrong guy that'll run with it. <laughs> feet, Dude. mustache, Oh, bite. the feet, the mustache. The mustache is the worst one that created Kirby D. I remember Trip telling So me. smooth. <laughs> Did she have her tomato pants was the question. Really? Yeah, pretty sure she's gone through that. She's got uh, hair on her lip and her legs. I'm like, what the hell happened to her? Did you take her to Chernobyl for summer break? I'm into puberty. For a boy? I get the mustache. And then we turned her into Kirby D because she had a smooth mustache. The feet. Still don't understand where that came from, but we love that one. Still growing. They're getting bigger? Her feet got bigger? Where, are she, where is she now? According to her, she says... Um she is, according to her, you live with her. I know, but the last pair of shoes we had uh, up on my half size. No kidding. She's a girl Close 13? To yeah. Man, those pontoons are huge. That's a men's 11. Yep. That's bigger than your shoe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're probably about an 11. A 10 and a half, yeah. I'm bigger than your shoe. Yeah. You? I'm 12. I'm a 12, too. Whew. She's catching us. She's right behind us, man. <laughs> That's a big-ass foot. No wonder you got to get her one of them big bikes. Kirby Lanier starts basketball on Monday. <laughs> I 
Nice. Well, you've made the right move. It's either basketball or a future in clownery, so I'm not so sure. <laughs> Get her some clown shoes and see if they look all right, and then send her to clown college. There's some money in that. She could be your dream. She could be a jackass. Introduce yeah. her to Steve-O. Oh, she goes God. to that clown college like Steve-O did. She starts touring. You'd be all about it. Oh, my daughter's a clown. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got all the horns. Yeah. The ooga, the yeah. slide whistle. You got them all. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Welcome to my clown show, everybody. I'm Kirby the Clown Giant. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, <laughs> who wants to watch a full duvet cover come out of my pocket? <gasps> ah, Gustav, that is quality clowning. <laughs> but what can you do? When she turns 16, that's, her first car is going to be that Shriner Model T. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, to get her out of that. It's very small. I'm having a problem getting out of Help. Help me get out of the car. Get a in a smart <laughs> car or something. If four horsemen come over the mountain, the clown will pull out all the handkerchiefs. Do the flower thing with the seltzer. Oh, yeah, the big one. Ha-ha! Clowning. Screw you, John. I'm replacing my call map with you as Kirby D the Giant. Oh, my God. That voice is so soothing. Yes, it is soothing. <laughs> now you should sleep. After you go to sleepy town, there is only one thing I have a problem with. I don't have enough room for my feet under your bed. <laughs> Do you want to see a joke? <laughs> I want this to happen. <laughs> Well, we got Halloween figured out. <laughs> Did we ever? <laughs> Why are you dressing me this way, Daddy? <laughs> Put the horn on. <laughs> I don't want to do. I don't want to do this. But it's time for you to sleep. You are a good person. I like it. Anyway, so I'm I'm leaning towards Kirby the Giant right now. I really enjoy. It. This one says, I like the new version of Kirby. The only issue I have is it sounds like the guy from the radio station. Well, that's the danger of Jeffrey Holder and Andre the Giant coming from the same place. I'm just one goddamn man. <laughs> They're very similar. And we could just make her Jeffrey Holder <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> She's a big fan of 7-Up and the movie Boomerang. And one of that, whatever that Bond movie he was in. Uh, Live and let die. Let's do it. Yeah, that's right. Let's do uh, Kung Fu fighting now. Jackie Quan Tran. And keep your 16-year-olds away from the slave stuff. Make them adults so they can handle themselves. That's not right. And sorry about that, uh, petty manis. And by the way, manicures, nobody should ever be touching your legs. That's a kick to the nuts, like right away. That's, there's, uh, that's, that's mom's fault for telling her, oh, the massage parts of me. You don't let anyone in a strip mall rubbing you that isn't a massage parlor. Well, first of all, if you're, if you're going in for a manicure and they're rubbing your legs. Right. You've yeah, done it wrong. Yeah. That's what was going on. She had a manicure and they rubbed her legs. It wasn't even a pedicure. The guy was up around her thighs. Huh. So, yeah, this, this, yeah, this is a little off. Of course it's off. <laughs> you know what else is a little <laughs> off? Yeah. Of the year By about eight Bobby. feet, it's a little <laughs> off. There's, the, the counter between you should be the dividing part. If at the, the very least, you should rub up to the middle of your forearm and that's it. You never let 
you know, uh, anyone fresh off the boat claiming to have a job in massage therapy, they have to prove that with, like, uh, documents on the wall. Just let some guy rub you. If you're at the, you know, the at base pizza over there next door to the thing and the waiter comes over and starts touching you, it's like when Joe Biden grabs people. It's a little, it's, it's inappropriate. Stop it. Same thing with these petty manis. Enough with the massages. There's nothing about them that feels good, lady, other than you feeling like a slave owner. That's what, just embrace it. You're out of your mind. Yeah. Next time you're there, think about it for a second. You wouldn't do this to anybody who looks like you. Never, ever would that white woman go over to another white woman and go, you know what we should do right now? Give each other pedicures and rub each other's feet. Wash my feet, friend. No. There's people for that. Slave people. And they're all over the place. I don't know. We have to, Every time you go to a Joe Coy show, I guarantee you every Manny Petty store is closed in this city. I've never seen that many Asians in my life. In fact, Joe Coy's audience... All the seats should come with a bucket of water for your feet because like, everybody should soak be doing yeah, soak, soak them and then the person in front of you will turn around and start working them. Because it is a Manny Petty festival. Is Carl Douglas's opening act on uh, most of his shows with the Kung Fu Fighting song? <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah, that would be great for him. Anyway, I like this song. Everybody's going to sing along. You're not going to know why you know this song, but you do. If you if you were alive in the seventies, you know it uh, by heart. If you were alive in the eighties, for some reason it echoed into you, and then the nineties it just was around still. I don't know about anybody twenty twenty and under. This might be new to you, but kung fu fighting was pretty awesome. And this is by a black guy, which always baffled me that he was so into this. Jamaican too. Yeah, he was from Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, dude. He just observed around, going, "Everybody's kung fu fighting." Like, it wasn't even like an assessment of the culture. It was him looking around going, what's this about? Too many Bruce Lee movies. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.